Hey you, I'm excited you're here. Welcome to Triumph After Trauma. I'm Caitlin, aka Katie. Designer, business owner, go-getter, and most important, human just like you. I created this podcast to provide tools and support to those of you struggling to cope with a mental illness or work through a traumatic experience. Weekly, I'll share a personal story of mine, how it affected me, resources that helped me out of that dark place, and I'll end each episode with an empowering reminder. What I want for you to know is if I can make it through really tough shit and still find ways to thrive, so can you. Let's get this started. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Triumph After Trauma. I'm excited to be here. Of course, always far more excited to have you here with me. Today is a very exciting day. It is a very exciting episode. I am officially on episode number 50 of Triumph After Trauma. We have now been together for over a year through 50 episodes. And to me, that is pretty freaking incredible. When I started this podcast in December of 2021, I honestly thought by month six, I would give up, I would quit, I would delete my podcast altogether. I didn't believe, truly, that I would be able to make a difference, that any of my stories mattered, that people would give a shit about what I had to say. I didn't think that I would be able to be impactful or inspiring or truly be a reminder to people that, hey, if this girl can get what the fuck she's been through, I can get through what I'm going through. And yet here we are, over a year later, and I am so damn thankful. I'm thankful to myself for not giving up even though I had those fears and concerns, I'm proud of myself for still giving this a go. I am proud of this podcast and what it does for people. I'm proud of the fact that this podcast has been reached worldwide. I am proud of the fact that This is a podcast people will actually talk about and share because they truly enjoy what I'm providing. And I am beyond, one, thankful for every single one of you who listen to, share, and download my podcast. I would not be here without you. I would not continue to record episodes give insight and share my story if you all didn't make it clear that I am making a difference for you. I am helping myself and helping you and I am so glad that you are giving me the opportunity to help you in whatever ways I can. And two, I am proud of every single one of you for showing up every day. No matter how messy you may be showing up, no matter how hard it may be to show up to every single one of you who keep showing up every day and fighting for yourself, working to have a good, happy, fulfilling life. I am so proud 
of each and every one of you. I could surely not be more grateful to have this platform, to have the chance to be a podcast host, and for every single one of you that I have connected with because I gave podcasting a chance. I just wanted to make sure that I said my thank yous and shared my gratitude with you all before moving on to the episode because it really is true what I say almost every single episode. I could not be here without any of you. If none of you listened to my podcast, engaged with my podcast, downloaded my podcast, I would not be here doing episode 50 right now. So I am just feeling all the gratitude, all the love, all the overwhelm right now in the best ways possible. With that being said, if you are out and about already, make sure you've got headphones on so we're one-on-one. Otherwise, make sure you have your favorite drink with you and you're keeping cool wherever you are because it is hot today already. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, make sure you're listening in, you're dialed in for this conversation. It's going to be short but important. Last week, I was talking on this podcast. If you haven't listened in yet and want to, I will link the show note below. Anyways, last week, I was talking about responsibility and how it can be hard to be responsible and keep yourself accountable, but why it's important to, what all the benefits are, and what all the goodness is that you can get out of that. And I just wanted to kind of carry on with that topic, so to speak. What I want to talk about today is, well, yes, it is important to be responsible and to hold yourself accountable. There is a difference between doing that while giving yourself grace and having self-compassion and just straight up beating yourself up and being a bully to yourself. So we're going to talk about how grace, compassion, can go hand in hand with being a responsible and accountable person. Because some people think that to be responsible and accountable, you got to be really hard on yourself, you got to be really tough, and you basically got to beat yourself up to get your ass in gear. And I have found in life, through my own first-hand experiences, and through being a bully to myself once upon a time, that that is not necessarily the case. That is not necessarily the best way to hold yourself accountable and to be a responsible person. I'm going to share a quick story with you about the type of person I used to be, why the ways I acted towards myself didn't work in keeping me accountable and holding myself responsible to things and some of the things that I do now that actually is more beneficial and helpful to me. Meet teen me. I, as a teen, had the worst habits of being my own worst enemy instead of my own best friend. I was dealing heavily with body image issues, depression, and anxiety. And I was struggling at the time to find the right 
resources and support for myself. So instead of being kind to myself, showing myself compassion, giving myself grace, when I wanted to change something about myself or the way I was living, I would call myself names, I would talk shit to myself, literally like demean myself which is terrible. None of us should be doing that to ourselves. And if I'm being honest, I I was a bully to myself. It It's really not fun to admit, and it's a really shitty feeling to look back on and know that that's how bad I was to myself. But it's the truth. I used to bully myself, I used to abuse myself, and I wasn't always a good person. Not just generally a good person, but I wasn't always a good person to others and myself. See, acting those ways, it just made me feel worse. It made me feel that more angry and resentful, it made my anxiety and depression that much worse, and it wasn't until, honestly, I'm going to be real honest here with you and myself. It wasn't until 2012 and from there on when I met an ex that I had ended up being with for six years and things ended up being really bad, very unhealthy, disturbing relationship. Anyways, it wasn't until I met this person and they kind of mirrored how I was treating myself because squirrely brain moment, but before I forget, let me say this. How you treat yourself is an example of how others are to treat you. So when I was treating myself like shit and being a bully to myself, I was basically inviting others to do the same. Because, well, if that's how crappy she's going to treat herself, why do I have to treat her any better? You see what I mean? So anyways, it wasn't until I met this person and we'd been together for a little bit and I really started seeing them treat me the way I was treating myself that I was finally like, wait, what has being mean to myself? What has self-abuse, what has being a bully to myself gotten me? And the only answer I had was into a situation where I thought somebody was better than they were but they were actually wearing a mask. That's not who they were. And I was actually in an abusive, really unhealthy, unhappy relationship. And it was through that relationship that I kind of realized, oh fuck, not only is treating myself and talking to myself like I'm shit, not only is that not getting me anywhere, that's not making me feel good, that's not helping me be an accountable, responsible person, that's not giving me any sense of self-worth not only was it doing all of that bad shit to me it was setting an example to other people of how crappy they could treat me it was a really big wake-up call and the moment I kind of understood that I started to make changes I started following people online who had recently gotten out of abusive relationships or people who had a few years before me done so to kind of get an idea of the work that they were doing to heal from some of the things they had been through, which honestly is what led me to things like podcasts and 
self-help books. This, the, the end of this relationship is what led me to, for the second time, to therapy. And honestly, I had been in such a shitty situation and through that shitty relationship learned so much about myself that by the time I left, I was just desperate to do anything to get myself back and to learn to be kind to myself because the part of my life I lived before knowing this crappy person I wasn't the kindest to myself, but where had it gotten me, right? So once I was finally brave enough to run from that relationship and I was really dedicated to working on myself, I just went full force with it. I could not bear to continue living in a way where I was my own worst enemy instead of my own best friend because I knew that if what that had led me to was an abusive relationship, if I had continued to be mean to myself and be a bully to myself, I was scared of where else it could lead me. So I knew that I had to work hard to become my own best friend. I knew that it would be life-saving work to do. It can be really scary to be vulnerable and admit the places that you've been, the things you've been through that have led to you doing this kind of personal inner work. And it does take a lot of dedication to yourself. But learning to have compassion towards myself instead of so much hate and anger has been such a blessing. It feels so much better when I make a mistake, say, like when I don't get things right the first time, which used to drive me nuts. If I didn't try something and get it right the first time, I used to basically lose it on myself. You are so dumb, you're incapable, why can't you do things right? Why don't you know how to do anything? I was terrible to myself. Now, I just understand that what I'm doing is learning. I go into things now knowing that you are going to suck at something the first time, that if this is your first time diving into something, you're not going to know everything. Having that attitude and that mindset means that now, when I'm doing and trying things, I'm just like, oh, this is a learning curve. I will get better at this. This is my first time trying it, blah, 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 as opposed to just hating on myself. It feels much better to say, I see you anxiety. Let's take a few minutes to see where this is coming from and how we can calm it down as opposed to just not even looking at the anxiety, trying to understand it, just automatically letting it take over and basically like feeling your fire of hate towards yourself. It does, it feels a lot better to instead of just snapping, be able to say, okay, I feel this anxiety rising. Where is it coming from? It takes a lot of work. I will tell you time and time again, it takes a ton of work and it is never ending work. But doing the work 
to learn to be your own best friend instead of your own worst enemy is some of the most worthy work I've done in my life. And let me tell you, doing the work to have self-compassion instead of living with so much self-hate is a beautiful thing. Learning to become your own best friend when you have spent so much of your life being your own worst enemy, your own harshest critic, it is hard. It is uncomfortable work, but let me tell you, it is some of the most worthy work to do. I used to hate myself with a passion, and now I am the person in the world that loves and appreciates myself most, and I will tell you, I will tell anyone who asks, doing the work to go from that person to being somebody who is your own best friend and who you actually love, it is some of the most worthy work to do in this lifetime. Becoming my own best friend finally and not being my own worst enemy is a beautiful feeling. And I want you to feel it too. I am going to drop in the show notes some of the things I do when I can really feel my anxiety rising and those old habits trying to creep in. And I'm also going to share some of the actual things I say to myself to help calm myself down in hard moments. I know we are all busy humans, so I am going to let you all go, but I hope that some of what I said today made sense and I hope that it will help some of you either do the work to just keep loving yourself before you get to the point of being a straight up bully to yourself. If you're in a position where you already aren't very good to yourself, I hope this is a reminder to you that when you deserve to be your own best friend too, you can get out of those habits, you can get out of that mindset and learn to be your own best dang friend, your own biggest cheerleader. And before I go, I just want to share the reminder with you that no matter who you are, what you've been through, what you're going through, you deserve to go through every step of your life being your own best friend, giving yourself grace, and having compassion for yourself. It really does take you a lot farther than bullying the shit out of yourself and being your own worst enemy. I promise you that. I love you all. I appreciate you all so dang much. And I am so freaking glad that we are connected and on this journey together. I hope you're taking care of yourself in the best way you know how to. And I cannot wait to be back here with you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope this episode was helpful for you. If it was, tell someone about it who needs to hear this message or share it on social media and tag me at this is Katie. K-A-I-T-E-Y so we can connect. Life is a wild journey, but we're on it together and I'm so glad. You're never truly alone. I appreciate you, I love you, and I will talk to you soon.